0: Says, who everyone like to see is our permanent SEC <clears throat> games. <clears throat> um, I would go Georgia. I mean, I, I like Georgia, Florida, Kentucky. I mean, everybody wants to play Vandy. Everybody wants to play Vandy, right? So I think Georgia, Florida, Kentucky would be a lot of fun. I really do. Uh, let's see. Okay. My guy, Bruin Nation, jumped in. What's up, Bruin Nation? Hopefully, you're still in the chat, my guy. I hope you've been well. I don't feel like I've seen much of Bruin Nation lately. So, Bruin Nation, I hope you've been well. Uh, Tat Steeler says, Carolina will beat Georgia before basketball gets good. Okay. Ayrton Ivory, don't most great teams center around the quarterback? They do indeed. They do indeed. But it was just interesting to see Lindy Sports. Uh, they're putting a lot of emphasis on the quarterback at South Carolina, for sure. Uh, Bruination says, we lost the best running back and DM we had, but yet, did they really contribute anything much? I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that's, I I think, again, Bruination, the way that these magazines and and really just people nationally look at it, Bruination, is this. When you look at the portal, and I know, listen, it's a popular thing right now. It's a popular thing. To crap on Jaheim Bell and Marshawn Lloyd, and even Jordan Burch, right? But let's not forget, going into last season, and, and here's the funny I mean, this is the reality of sports, right? The, the reality of college football. Had these guys returned, fans would be hyping up every last one of them as the next best thing, the greatest thing. It was Satterfield's fault. You know, they'd be giving all the reasons of why these guys will have massive success. It wasn't their fault they didn't have great stats last year. It was Marcus Satterfield and the play calling. But because they left, oh, well, they weren't really good anyways. So nationally, I just, I think the national perception is they don't agree. They do think Jaheim Bell is really, really good. They do think Marshawn Lloyd is a good player. Both are SEC starters. They do think Jordan Birch, former what they see as former five-star former SEC starter. And then who did you pick up to replace those guys? You know, not everybody thinks Trey Knox is better than Jaheim Bell. Right? You picked up nobody at running back. And, you know, Jatius Gears, a guy that we're excited about, but, you know, how does he compare to Jordan Burch in regards to the recruiting profile? Not at all. So, I mean... Is that fair? Listen, is that fair, Ruination? No, it's not. But that's why people label as Carolina lost in the portal. Because, again, they look at, they look at, I'm having puppy issues. I'm having puppy issues. And I'm going to kick out the puppy. Puppy is giving me problems. Uh, anyways, they look at those guys and say, hey, they're SEC starters. They're SEC, SEC caliber players. That's who the Gamecocks lost, and they didn't replace them with difference makers, with SEC-caliber difference makers. So that's that's why. That's why. Anyways, though. Uh, Lance Harbor, what's going on? Travi comments a Beamer quote, says, we should be confident as hell. And I don't, dude, I, this, this, this is glitching for sure. We should be confident as hell knowing what we're about to do and what they're about to get into when what they aren't. Hold on. We should be confident as hell knowing what we are about to do and what they are about to get into. What they aren't not ready for. Travi, I, you had to either mistype that, my guy, or that where you got it from missed because there ain't no way he said that. That quote, I just almost had a, a panic attack reading that. Eric Gowry, do you think Logan will be calling the place? I do. Yes. I would imagine so. He's the OC. It's what you hired him for. It's what you paid him to do. Billy Thompson said, "Would you rather see South Carolina win a championship in baseball, or win 11 games in football? So this this is, you know, Billy, this is this is tough. This is a tough one because I'm such a baseball guy. Um, from the fan perspective, I want to see a national championship. Like there would be nothing better than a run to Omaha and a run to a national title. Admittedly." From the business perspective, a.k.a. the growth of the business, merchandise, I mean, the podcast, everything, everything. From the business perspective, there is nothing that moves the needle and does better for business. There's nothing better than winning. And winning significantly in football. Right? So, my fandom answer would probably be baseball. I mean, I, I, you know, either way, I'd be happy. Either way, I'd be happy. Because we could be in a scenario where baseball wins the national championship, football still wins eight games. But if I had to pick one of the two and just take a guarantee, my fan side would say win the national championship in baseball. My my business side would say win 11 games in football. These guys, we won eight games in football last year. And the impact on business was significant. So... And that's the funny thing, too, is, like, you got these people, these slapdick folks out there who hate TSUS. They love the Gamecocks. And what they don't realize is, listen, what's good for the Gamecocks is good for TSUS. Because the more we win, guys, the better business does. And that's why I always find it so humorous. We're like, you want us to lose. You want to call for the coach. fight. Like, bro, nothing is better than winning. Winning is the best thing. I always joke with people all the time. Can you imagine owning a business, and the best thing that could happen to your business, the thing that could most positively benefit your business is out of your control, and that's Carolina winning games. I I can't control if they win, even though some people, I think, think I can. I wish I did because I'd have to just win every game. But, uh, yeah, anyways, national title in baseball win 11 games in football. Will Hall said, I love Gamecock baseball, but give me 11 wins any day. <clears throat> yeah, most people are probably, honestly, going to say football because football's king. It, just, it moves the needle unlike anything else. And if you won 11 games, I mean, you think about you beat Tennessee, you probably you beat Clemson again, you might even beat a Georgia. I mean, you know, you're know, you beating Florida, you're beating Mizzou, you beat North Carolina, like all these teams. Like, there's nothing that, <clears throat> I mean, would make people have. There's probably some people. There's probably some people that would argue that they'd take a win over Clemson in football again over a national title in baseball. That's how much it moves the needle, how much football moves the needle for people. I could be wrong, but for, based off conversations I've had, I don't know. Justin Langford says, I think Trayvon Roberts is going to make a huge impact as the defensive line coach. I do as well, my friend. I do as well. Travis is 116th in run defense, is soft as baby shit imperative that changes. You are right, Travi. You are right. Ruination says being 11th the worst five years in a row is unacceptable. I'd agree. Ruination, I agree with you 110%, my guy. And it's truly hard to believe. That being said, let's jump to the phone lines, guys. Call awesome. Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, do, Chris. How
2: about
0: you? I am doing fantastic, my friend. Appreciate you asking what's going on.
2: Hey, Chris, Chris. Um, Today's June 4th.
0: Happy June 4th. Happy June 1st, my friend. Welcome to the month of June. Yep.
2: Yeah. Hey, Chris. Um, I, I I can't hear about the SEC not getting scheduled. It's not going to happen. What your thoughts on that? On what not getting scheduled? About the not getting SEC
0: schedule. It's oh, the nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the nine game SEC schedule. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it's not going to happen. Which, you know, it's. I'm I'm fine with I mean I'm I'm good with a 9 game SEC schedule. I actually did understand that where my guy Dalton was coming from on Twitter talking about um the schedule's tough enough, you know, adding another game, how it, you know, injuries, stuff like that, but I look at it man like more high quality football. I'm 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 game for it. I'd love to see it. Um you know, I I think if they stick with an 8 game schedule and they go one permanent and seven rotating games, I think that would be kind of crazy. Um but you know such as the SEC and what Greg Sankey wants to do. So, yeah, it sounds like at least for the near future they're going to stick with that eight-game SEC schedule.
2: Yeah, Chris, I got a feel that's going to happen, and the reason why to are going to do this because they'll they'll they won't be like the you know like the Pat Trail, the or the Big Trail, or the or the Big Trail, which is not those top of <clears> those <throat> schools, you know, Chris.
0: Right, right. No, I mean it's. You know, I mean, Greg Sankey made it very clear yesterday, man. He does, he does not care what anybody thinks about the SEC. He's going to make moves he feels like are best for the conference, and that's that. And, again, whatever anybody thinks about it is is—is tough. You know what I mean? its They're going to operate how they want to. Oh, yeah.
2: Hey, Chris, and, Chris, the thing about this is you might be trying to schedule somebody in the future, right, Chris? Because you want to go out to, to the sport of different states, right, Chris?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – you know, I, I will say this, though. I think the one-in-seven model – uh, you get a lot of unique matchups and, on a pretty yearly basis. So, I mean, th- there are positives to it, but it'll be interesting to see how they operate moving forward.
2: Oh yeah, because Chris, look at my dude. He 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 better be thankful because I go stay with my eight schedules because I need the I need the full you not know, conference games, you know. Mm-hmm. And you won't go to a bowl game.
0: That's that's true. Yeah, Kentucky's every team in the SEC I think's got their own reasoning behind why or why not they would like a eight or a nine game conference schedule.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, looking forward to a baseball game tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Um, you know, it, it's postseason baseball in Columbia, man. You don't really need to say more than that. It's it's always electric, and, you know, the Rowdy Roosters will show up and show out, and, and the best hecklers in college baseball will be there. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I can't wait. It's, it's you know, two years ago, we we got a taste, but Carolina wasn't even the one seed. So, it's it's been – you know, it's it's been quite a while when you really think back. You know, the last time I guess that the Gamecocks hosted as a one seed would have been 2016. It's been that long. So, um you know, it's it's it's, it's great to see, man. It's great to see and <clears throat> you know, just hoping this is the beginning of a of a of a run for sure. Oh, yeah. And Chris, if they buy camera camera
2: Gamacon now, you know, just tell them this this your host, you know.
0: Yeah. Campbell's got a chip on their shoulder for sure. You know, they feel like they got snubbed yep. at a hosting and they, you know, I mean, I, you know, they feel like that, uh, you know, being the little school hurt them, which I'm I'm not saying it didn't. I, I think absolutely the, the, the logo had something to do. With. I mean, I, I can say that as a game copy, like we're hosting, who cares, who cares what you even think about it. But I think the reality is this, that, you know, I think Carolina had the resume as an SEC team who they've played strength to schedule RPI, but like, You can't tell me that the logo and the SEC and the money and the facilities. And, dude, I mentioned earlier in this show that I was listening to Landon Powell yesterday on uh, the Fan Upstate with Mark Ryan. He literally made that same point about, you know, the facilities and the money and the power of being in the SEC. It absolutely had a lot to do with South Carolina being a host and Auburn being a host. So, you know, I mean, yeah. now, now the the Gamecocks have got to go out and prove that it was it was earned. It was they should have been the host all along. And you know, Campbell's got a chip on their shoulder trying to prove that the committee made a mistake.
2: Yeah, agree. The thing about Kemba is, well, you know, Kemba's a small town. And, you know, yes, I know Fabian is a big baseball town, like right, Chris.
0: Yeah, no, they like their baseball for sure. They love their baseball.
2: Yeah, and they feel like we, hey, we, 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 like we we're, 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 we're just step for like Chris.
0: Probably so. Probably
2: so. Yeah. And look at Auburn. Auburn got a Weasel, right, Chris? You can't you tell me that. Well, you got to look at Weasel, right, Chris? They're big, right? hmm Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris, who
2: else got snowed?
0: Who else got snowed? I mean, I think Boston College probably has an argument. Um, I think that I was surprised Arizona got in the field, honestly. Very surprised Arizona got in. Um, UC Irvine, I thought, got snubbed. I thought they should have got in over Arizona. So, I mean, those are just a wow. couple. I mean, I, I you know, it, it's uh, – yeah, I think the biggest ones, man, are Campbell and Boston College. That feel like they maybe should have been hosting a, a regional.
2: Yeah, and Chris, they about Boston College, Boston College is a big town, like right,
0: Chris? I mean, Boston's a pretty big town, my man. You are right.
2: Yeah, you feel like, well, we we got more fans. We don't want fans to go all that far. We want to stay close to home. You know what, Chris?
0: Right. You're right.
2: Yeah, because, Chris, where's Boston College going anyway?
0: Where's Boston College going? I believe they are in the Auburn Regional.
2: Oh, wow. I
0: I believe – I could be wrong. Let me double-check here. I think they are in – the Auburn regional, though, I'm most positive.
2: Wow, hey Chris, if you're a Boston fan, how you get used to how you get used to Auburn region because you're not playing that. that, that oh, excuse me, I'm, I'm
0: wrong. I'm wrong. Excuse me, it's it's the other school in oh. Alabama. They're in the Alabama regional, Tuscaloosa. So it's Bama's the one seed, Boston College is the two, Troy is the three, <clears throat> and Nichols is the four. Wow,
2: hey Chris, if, if you're a Boston College fan, how you gonna deal with Alabama's regional because look. You have the to come in and say, look, we're mad. We got to go
3: out
0: there and play our uh, best game, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're going to have to. Same thing Campbell's doing. Boston College is on the same mission that Campbell's on, is to to prove they should have been hosting. Justin, I appreciate the call, man. Always, yep. a ple- always a pleasure to hear from you, my friend. Looking forward to a fun weekend of baseball. <clears throat> Me too, Chris.
2: Take care, my boy. Go Gamecocks. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon.
0: Great stuff from Justin, as always, guys. Looking forward to, again, a fun weekend at Founders Park, no doubt. Uh, let's get back into your questions. Yeah, into the text. But we confirmed ESPN Plus is where you can catch the baseball game. Um, let's see. Hunter Kelly commented. Funny thing is, a lot of us said we didn't deserve hosting regionals. A lot. I actually went on record last week, in you know, late last week, and said that I thought the Yardcocks did deserve to host, no matter what happened in that Texas A&M game. So, Hunter, I'm glad that uh, glad that it happened. Will Hall says. I'd feel pretty good with Lee Croy at third, Wimmer at short, Braz at second, and try to figure out a DH between Tip, McGillis, and Hornung. Yeah, I, I, I like that too. Um I would I would keep Michael Brazwell involved. That's that's the biggest thing. I, I would keep Michael Brazwell involved for sure. Uh all right, let's jump back to the phone lines.
3: Call from
2: Dalton.
0: Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going,
4: man? Doing um, fantastic. I'm just hanging out waiting. Waiting to get this uh regional started tomorrow night. Uh should be a pretty fun weekend for sure. So uh that's that's kinda where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to watch. I'm I'm also ready to tune in. I mean, I know we're gonna have the Daily Crow, but I'm ready to watch uh catch some of that Campbell NC State game. I'm I'm intrigued by that, man. I'm intrigued by the entire regional as a whole. So um yeah, but it's gonna be a fun weekend, man. I mean, it's gonna be a blast. Founders park is gonna be electric. For
4: sure. Um and I just wanted to call in to sort of give my opinion on mm-hmm. the, uh, on the expanded schedule, the eight versus nine game schedule. Mm-hmm. And how it you know, whenever we go into these SEC uh, oh. spring meetings, I, it just feels like all the changes that are proposed are to do one thing and one thing only. And that's to make more money. I mean, the expanded playoff is an example of this, the, Conference realignment is an example of, of that, and also the uh, eight versus nine game schedule. And, and I'm completely opposed to going to a nine game schedule, mm-hmm. especially with uh, an expanded uh, college football playoff, which I'm also opposed to um, for, for various reasons. But I just feel like, you know, the more you add to the schedule and the more you add to the SEC gauntlet, and you make teams play the Bama's, the Texas A&M's, the Georgia's, the Florida's, and, and you do that for, for nine games plus an expanded playoff, the, the only teams that that really helps are teams who have an elite roster, a roster that can handle, you know, having guys go down. And I think for most other teams, you know, like the Arkansas, like the South Carolina's, like the... Uh, you know, old misses, is like, it, it's just not, it doesn't make sense to do that. And I mean, from South Carolina's perspective, it's like we already play Clemson out of conference anyway. So you're talking about 10 games against like elite power five teams for the most part, other than Vanderbilt, obviously. And I, I just don't think that that's a necessarily a good spot for our program. And while I do like to see us play, you know, power five teams, cupcake matchups, you know, you just kind of know you're going to go in and and get the dub. But sometimes that can be a good thing, in my opinion, um, for the team and for the program, you know, to build confidence, to get some of your uh, guys lower on the depth chart, some reps. And if you go to a 10 game uh, schedule for us specifically with 10 power five teams that are all you know, a lot of them are going to be in the top 25. It's just – I just don't think it makes sense.
0: I mean, it's definitely not going to get any easier in that model for sure. Um, you know, when I when I spoke on it yesterday, I, I would just say this. I was speaking from, like, the the college football fan who just enjoys watching good games. Hey, add, I mean, dude, I, I, you know, I think a lot of us, we loved the – as, you know, terrible as 2020 was. We loved the 10-game all-SEC schedule. It was just great football every week. Now, from, again, to your point, the fan standpoint, how that affects, you know, your football team in the sense of if you don't have great depth, it's going to expose that even further. Um, I believe, right, the Big 12's already doing this, right? They've already got a nine-game conference schedule. And the Big 10, I think, are they already on this as well? Is that right? Yeah, They're
4: moving to twelve as well, or nine games.
0: Yeah, and I and I know the SEC won't be pressured by anybody else. I I know that for a fact. But you know, I I just wonder with the expansion of the league, um, you know, again, I just said they're not going to move off of pressure, but I just wonder if that adds some pressure to adopt to the modern times and do what some of the other leagues are doing or what have you. And you know, they're not they're not going to. I guess it would be you'd play Clemson two non conference opponents outside of clemson and then nine sec games instead of eight so um i mean it's it's one of those things man where i see it from both sides i mean i'd love to see another quality football game in there also what that you know what would that mean for uh depth purposes like you mentioned injuries can pop up whatever but um i think players would actually look forward to it i think players would be excited for it i really do i think the opportunity to play another quality opponent in SEC play, I think would be something that would excite the players, excite the coaches. Uh, but I do see where you're coming from in the sense of the potential downside of the injuries, lack of depth, you know, a team like Georgia, they can just rotate through their twos, their threes, and be totally fine. And a team like South Carolina, that gauntlet gets even tougher. I mean, and, and here's the thing, this isn't just a Gamecock thing. This is everybody not named Georgia, Alabama, you know, I mean, it wears on everybody else in the SEC. Like, you know what I mean? It would get that much tougher for everybody else. But um, I mean, but then you could look at the other side. Is it would get tougher for Georgia because there's one more opportunity in conference play that they could get upset or upended or what have you? So, I mean, it, it, there's there's definitely pros and cons to both sides, I think, for sure. Well,
4: I mean, it's even worse for, uh, for South Carolina just because Clemson is our non-con rival. I mean mm-hmm. – You look at other teams in the SEC, Georgia plays Georgia Tech every, you know, for rivalry weekend. Um, Kentucky plays Louisville. Like, these are not elite, like, teams. You know, they don't don't have, like, a top 25 roster, a top 15 roster every single year like Clemson does. So, I mean, you know, that that already makes it tougher for us specifically. I mean, we already have a, a top, five-parted schedule pretty much every single year and then you add on to the fact that they may be expanding the college football playoff and most likely we're not going to be able to get a buy so I just think you know for a lot of reasons it it makes sense why there are a bunch of SEC schools that don't want to go to a nine-game conference schedule even if it would make more money um you know it, it just I, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I think the getting rid of the divisions is is not great for the middle of the pack teams either. Um, you know, it's it's very unlikely that anybody you know other than Bama or Georgia uh, could sneak up the, up there and go to the LSU could sneak up there and go to the SEC championship game now. But you know, I I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the changes personally. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, listen, change is always met with resistance, right? It's always met with resistance. So, um, you know, anytime something changes or something you're so familiar with and love so much, it's it's going to be, you know, it, there's going to be some mixed feelings for sure. But, um, you know, I, I'm confident that that is not going to hurt the game too much or hurt college football or whatever. I mean, I, I think what's so intriguing is the, you know, the single standings model. You know, you talk about that. No more East and West, just going to be 16 teams straight up. And, you know, I, I know that you you commented and we talked about it in the Discord, but, you know, I think all of a sudden – and I think we've actually had this conversation already with different college ball analysts and guys who are on the show. But, you know, the goal <clears throat> for South Carolina, I think, almost changes because getting to the college ball playoff is going to be easier than winning the SEC. It's going to be far easier, right? So, it's going to be far, far easier to do that. So, um <clears throat> because I think a 10-win SEC team gets in a playoff, whereas a 10-win SEC team might not win the entire conference to be one of the top two teams in the league. So, you know, there's a lot of changes coming, man. I mean, college football, whether we like it or not, it's changing before our eyes. NIL, transfer portal, expanded playoff, you know, super conferences or what have you. But, uh, you know, all we can do is buckle up and I guess hang on for dear life unless uh, until you or I or somebody else becomes commissioner of college football.
4: I think we need it, man. I mean, uh, I, I think we're going too fast on all of this, all of this stuff with the NIL and, and everything. And I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, the product on the field mm-hmm. doesn't change you know, a whole lot. It, it's just the behind the scenes stuff as far as you know how many conference games are you going to be playing, you know, all this kind of thing. But you know, at least for right now, I'm glad that we're sticking at an eight game conference schedule. Um at least for the for the time being. Obviously when they renegotiate that TV deal, most likely you're if the value is there for nine games, they're Mm -hmm. gonna go to nine games no matter what body thinks, just because that's what money is and
0: you know money money talks as we all know. So Uh, indeed. That's truly what's what's influencing A lot of these decisions, Dalton, is the money. That's unfortunately the reality of it.
4: But, yeah, I just wanted to give my two cents on that. And, obviously, uh, you know, I'm excited about the postseason, you know, starting up tomorrow and hope that, you know, whatever we did down the stretch, uh, you know, we can sort of reset and and go back to our old ways and uh, get it going in, in front of the home crowd and make a run to Omaha.
0: Indeed, got to flush it. And uh, the new season begins tomorrow, Dalton. So maybe it's the beginning of a magical run. No clue. So excited for it either way, though. Gavin says, I think the difference maker will be Cassis. We need him hitting dingers. He will definitely play a big part. Lynn Turner says, hey, I'm late. What I miss. I hate when my job gets in the way of my Gamecock conference call. Lynn, great.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. have
0: you, Uh, you can go back in the show and listen. We had great commentary in that first hour for sure. So I highly suggest you go back and listen to that. Um, Brandon says... Chris, love that we got the primetime game on ABC in the season opener against UNC. Rattler versus May in primetime. Yeah, dude, what about college game day? Could that actually happen? That'd be crazy. Mary says, Carolina beats Georgia in about 108 days. From your lips to God's ears, fingers crossed.
3: <clears throat> Let's see. Mm-mm-mm.
0: Pradic843 says, panic attack, reading that. A Daily crook Classic. I wish I knew. Oh, you talk. Okay. I-, I was like, what is he, what is he referring to? I think I remember now. Uh Will Hall says, hoping Harbor will be the deep threat guy. Indeed. Yeah. I, I think is definitely going to make an impact. Lynn Turner says, I think pitching may go game to game. I think we'll only get Friday starter announced. Maybe not until tomorrow. I think it's all hands on deck every game. I think we'll know later today, if not tonight. Uh, who the starter will be tomorrow. I I think they will make that announcement.
5: Let's see.
0: Chris Miller says, I just don't see how Campbell is a better team than South Carolina. Don't get me wrong. They could win the regional. But they get 25 wins with our schedule. Gamecocks are healthy now. It's our regional to lose. I mean, Chris, I kind of feel the same way, man. I kind of feel the same way. It's, again, it's it's, it's taking nothing away from Campbell. But, dude, realistically, like, You know, they've got studs. Don't get me wrong, they got studs, but it does feel like it's South Carolina's regional to lose. It's my opinion. So, John Everson, opposed to expanding the playoffs. It's dumb, honestly. All right. Lynn Turner says, Campbell's conference facilities will always be a disadvantage. Campbell would have to travel to Fayetteville to host. Louise Creek cannot support a regional. Small stadium and no hotels. That does hurt him. Frank says, I'm glad we're hosting, but going 3-11 and in the last 14 was bound to bring on a little heat. You are right. Jacob E. says, with the expansion of conferences, I wonder how that will affect the smaller FCS schools who get paid large sums to play the Power 5 schools. That's for sure. Yeah, Jacob also mentions that those games go a long way to help with the finance of the smaller schools' athletic departments. Leonard Turner says, eliminating a so-called cupcake game would also hurt the smaller schools because we provide quite a bit of revenue for those programs in one game. Uh, Let's see. Lynn says, adding another SEC game will put the mid-tier teams at a disadvantage against out-of-conference teams fighting for a spot in the expanded playoffs. It could. There's pros and cons to everything, man. Pros and cons to everything. Brad Dean, or excuse me, Brian Dean. Glad we're getting healthy again. Who is on the bunt tomorrow? Again, Brian, it has not been announced. I think it'll be Eli Jones. We shall see. John Everett says, Campbell doesn't have their own ballpark. Well, actually, John Everett, they do have their own ballpark. What they don't have is the ability to host. Their ballpark holds 700 people. I mean, I... Yeah, I, I think that definitely had something to do with it. I mean, there, there's no question. I mean, I, I think that uh I I think that, that definitely had something to do with it. Okay, Central Connecticut State will start left hander and number two starter Jake Newman tomorrow against South Carolina. He was six and two this year with a four six five ERA, one point five six whip and seventy one point two innings pitch. So Game Cox will face the number two. From Central Connecticut State. Very interesting. Very interesting. What does that mean? They're not going with their number one guy, pitcher of the year. They're going with Jake Newman. And you definitely think to yourself, there's definitely some uh some
3: gamesmanship there, strategy, if you will. So Very nice. Mm-mm-mm. So,
0: D1Baseball.com has made their picks for the regionals. Kendall Rogers is taking South Carolina. How about this? The major. How about this? The majority of the D one baseball. The majority of the D one baseball crew is taking Campbell to win the regional. Only Kendall Rogers, Mike Rooney, and Mark Etheridge. Only three out of. I mean, this looks like twelve people are taking South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina to win the regional. Everybody else has Campbell except one Aaron Fit is going with NC State. How about that? How about that? Kendall Rogers, Burke, Granger, Shotgun Spratling, and Steven Coach, they're taking Tennessee to win the Clemson Regional. How about that? There's only a few that are clean sweeps. Everybody has... Okay, these are not – yeah, they are. I think they are. Let's see. Where is the – oh, here's Baton Rouge. Okay. How about Steven Scots is taking Sam Houston to come out of the Baton Rouge Regional? Come on, man. Everybody's taking Wake Forest to come out of their Regional, Florida to come out of their Regional, and Arkansas to come out of the Regional. Everybody's taking those three. Campbell getting a lot of love. D1 Baseball loves Campbell. D1 Baseball loves Campbell. For sure. Anyways, guys, 843 790 337 7-S-843-790-337. Again, appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning in. Like I mentioned, guys, top of the show in case you missed it. We'll get in that in just a second. We have a call coming in. Let's jump to the phone lines.
3: Call from...
0: Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you?
5: I'm doing all right. How are you doing on this Thursday?
0: I am doing fantastic, my friend. Excited for the weekend. What's going on?
5: I've got my prediction. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. I can, I I definitely think that we, I think we're going to win and prove a point. So I got us winning tomorrow, six to three. So I got, I got us getting the dub tomorrow, six to three. All right. And I thought about this all day long yesterday. I, 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 I wanted. I, I, it was. It, I was. I was torn between picking us to win 6-3 and losing 6-3. But but the more I thought about it, I was like, we have good experience when it comes to being in a regional or a super regional as a whole, as a program. So I definitely think we're going to – I think we're going to – the bats are going to show up, and we're going to win six to three tomorrow night. Six to three tomorrow night.
0: Okay, I got eight to two. You got six to three. Hey, a dub's a dub. I'll take either way.
5: There, that, that exactly. I don't care by hook or by damn crook. Get the dub, no matter how you can get it. I don't care.
0: By damn crook, indeed. But that's my prediction.
5: I definitely. Who's, who's starting for us tomorrow? Do we know who the starter? Is they for have tomorrow? not.
0: They have not announced yet. I assume it'll be Eli Jones. We know who's starting for Central Connecticut State, which means we should find out very, very soon uh, who the Gamecocks are starting. So I don't know yeah, if we'll, we'll know.
5: know well, yeah,
0: we'll, I don't know if we'll know by the end of the show, but uh, we will know hmm. fairly shortly. I would imagine.
5: We'll find out before 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 midnight. I, I I would assume so.
0: Yes, before midnight. I think that's safe. I think
5: that's fair. <laughs> but um, we need to go into this weekend and play like our dang hair is on fire and prove a point that yes, we may have went through a a. A bad batch of weekends, but being thirty, what was it, thirty, thirty-eight and six as a whole,
3: mm-hmm.
5: or, or thirty-three and six, or whichever one it was, or thirty-four and six, whichever, whatever it was
0: thirty-four and six. That, yeah.
5: that was not. That was not just that was that was that was that was South Carolina baseball. And we need to show that the, 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 the uh, little skid that we had was just a little hiccup, and show that we are one of the show show everybody that's counting this out that we're a we're a darn good baseball team. And we're going to prove it.
3: Yeah, no, I think even
5: I, picking us to win our mm-hmm. regional, screw it, we're gonna freaking prove a point.
0: Yeah, I, I think this team, Robbie's got a chip on his shoulder, no doubt. I, I think this is a team that's gonna come out with the hair on fire and 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 you know, and again, want to prove a point. And uh, you know, South Carolina, especially tomorrow night, is the better team. I think mm-hmm. they'll show that. I think they'll prove that. And I think this is a team that that loves playing at home. And I and I think you'll see that it'll be a great crowd, great atmosphere. And I, I think the baseball will be flying sure. all over the yard. And yeah, I think we'll get that
5: dub in game one. For sure, absolutely. But uh, <laughs> I'll definitely be, of course, watching it from start to finish tomorrow night. And also a heads up from June eleventh all the way until the sixteenth. I'm gonna be going AWOL. You go into uh what your
0: your retreat that you go on right yearly. Your your uh, or is it yeah that that, that that camp that I
5: helped out with last yeah. year that I told you about? It starts next week. Mm. So I'll be leaving that Sunday and I won't be back until that Friday. Gotcha. So I'll be gone from the 11th until the 16th. So I'll be a, I'll be a wall for a, mm. for, for a week. So we'll keep that in mind. Robbie. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. We'll keep that. Uh-huh. In mind. I'll, I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited for it though. I look forward to it. It's a lot of fun. Love that. So,
0: I love that, Robbie. I love that for you, man. Well, I'm looking way, forward to – it. if
5: anybody asks, tell them why.
0: I'll, I'll be sure to tell them why. Well, I, we're looking forward to <laughs> a uh, a fun weekend, no doubt, man. It's going to be a blast. and uh, Oh, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Wait.
5: It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, man. You have a uh, great weekend. Go Cox, And to heck with Clemson. To heck with them. To heck with them. To heck with them. bunch Very- of pansies is what they is. They're Pansy. a bunch of pansies. All right, buddy. Have a good
0: one. Yeah, man. You too, Robbie. I appreciate you. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. He's got the Gamecocks winning 6-3. to And by the way, guys, uh, it was not an earthquake that took place earlier in the show. When I'm typing this camera, this camera is very sensitive. So I do apologize. I just want to throw a tweet out there because, as I mentioned, D1 Baseball, I mean, they love Campbell. I mean, D1 Baseball loves Campbell. How about this? Uh, a roster update really quickly how about noah campbell has been promoted to triple a nashville so noah campbell
3: noah campbell getting some action man how about that how about that
0: frank says zaxby's chicken camp <laughs> i i I don't think so, Frank, but that is funny. M. Colt says that's a clown take by D1 Baseball. If Carolina's back from injuries, they were run rule, Campbell. M. Colt is confident, and I like it. Confident. Frank, six over under minus 150. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, six is, I, I tell you, Frank, I may even have to throw a, a C-note on that guy. I I, I may even have to blow, throw a blue face on that guy, Frank. That That just, to me, seems crazy. Lynn Turner, I'm going to laugh when NC State takes down Campbell tomorrow. Afternoon. You know, that, that's, that's really what it's setting up for. Lynn, that's really what it's setting up for. And I just, I never would have known that there were so many Campbell fans on social media, and God bless them. I love it. Listen, I, I love the banter. I love the back and forth. I love the fact that people care about college baseball and we're trash talking ahead of the weekend. But, I mean, it just, it's so funny. They're so focused on being pissed off by not hosting. If you're Campbell, you better take care of business against NC State. That's all I'll say. Um let's see okay. You said minus 125, Frank says. Okay. Minus 125. You're mistake, indeed. Either way, over under six. That's 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 favorable. That that's real friendly. I'll tell you that, Frank. That's real, real friendly. Real friendly. So let's see.
3: Um <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: All the baseball accounts right now on Twitter are all posting their their practice stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs>
0: Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. I was just about to say right before Robbie Davis called in, the big news that uh, came out this morning. Now is the time to join the Big Cot Club because we have dropped the price from $9.99 per month to $6.99 per month, and that is a permanent change. So everybody who's currently in the Big Cock Club Discord, what I need you to do if you want to take advantage of those savings, just go to patreon.com slash bigcockclub. You can go to your edit membership or go to the tiers, if you will, and choose. The $699 tier, and you'll be able to switch. Uh, for everybody new, of course, just go on the $699 per month tier, and you can do so. And of course, I'll be throwing out this announcement on social media. Uh, just wanted to open it up, man. Again, really excited. Want to grow the community. And guys, for everybody asking, where can I watch the game, ESPN, Plus, what have you, we will be streaming all of the baseball in the Big Cock Club Discord. So, hey, instead of paying $9.99 per month for ESPN, and all that, you can join $6.99 a month, the Big Cock Club Discord, and you can watch all of the baseball with yours truly. And everybody else will be in there conversating, hanging out, having a good time. Gonna be a lot of fun. The live streams are an absolute blast. I love it. So uh, you guys come on patreon.com slash big cock club and/or just click the link in bio. Like I mentioned, we are streaming the baseball tonight and all or excuse me, tomorrow night and all weekend long in the Big Cot Club Discord. Going to be a ton of fun. Be sure you guys check it out. So, the Big Cot Club Discord, the Big Cot Club as a whole, just got even more affordable. Also, guys, when you join the Big Cot Club Discord, you get 20% off, a 20% off promo code for merch for life. So, if you like the merchandise, it's worth it just from that standpoint alone. So, <clears throat> really exciting stuff and exciting things happening behind the scenes with us in business and everything else. How about Mark Kingston was asked about Will McGillis and his health and what have you. McGillis said this, quote, we may have a few tricks left up our sleeve. You show up tomorrow night at 7 o'clock and you'll get your answer. How about that? Mark Kingston a little bit chippy. A little bit chippy. Mark Kingston also said, quote, this break is going to be good for a lot of guys. You're going to see guys' velocities tick up. <clears throat> you're going to see bat speed that's back to full capacity. These eight days have been really good for us. We had a lot of guys banged up, but I think we're going to be about as healthy and feel about as good as we can going in the weekend, probably the best we've been in a long, long time. So, per Mark Kingston, this is a healthy ball club, a ball club that is ready to go. So there will be no excuses for South Carolina not to play their best baseball. Robbie Davis just sent us a text and said, I will not be going to Zaxby's Chicken Camp. I'm going to Camp Edisto in Branchville. It is a church camp that I help out with, and I've done it for over a decade. Go Gamecock!" So, Frank, Robbie wanted to let you know that it's not Zaxby's Chicken Camp that Robbie Davis will be attending.
2: Oh,
0: what a time. Lynn Turner. uh, How about about this? My guy, Bruin Nation, says, Someone tell Mush 2.0 to STFU and just win. We don't need the BS. <laughs> Lynn Turner then responds, "Chill." So he's a little chippy. I can't imagine why with all the crap talked by Gamecock fans the last few weeks. He's not like Mush Champ. Baseball is definitely improving. Frank says, "Bless you, brother," to Robbie Davis. MD. God bless Robbie Davis. God bless Robbie Davis, Indy. Guys, 843 3377 The phone lines are open. We're just a week away from the release of the Phil Steele magazine. How about that? The digital version, which comes out far or long before. The, the print version, I think you can't get that until... Uh, until uh July 4th i think or like the week of July 4th
3: so anyways guys appreciate you all tuning in Mm-mm. Will Hall says, man, I'd be about a
0: Zaxby's chicken camp. Yeah, I think we all would. I, dude, take me to a Kane's camp. I like Zaxby's too, though. Why not? I'd be all for it. Why not? Again, guys, appreciate each and every single one of you. Should be a very, very fun weekend. Very
3: fun weekend of baseball at Founders Park. Let's see. Zach Attack said in the Discord
0: that that gives me uh, the the quotes about we have a few tricks up our sleeve. He said, that gives me bad vibes the way I read that from Kingston, like Satterfield vibes. I mean, I have no I have no problem with the comments. I mean, I I think, you know, I listen, it's baseball. I mean, having, having some confidence ahead of the weekend, I have no issues with that, so... Uh, Travi says, Sorry, it was a mistake on my typing. It was a video before the Tennessee game. We should be confident as hell knowing what we are about to do and what they are not ready for, meaning Tennessee. I guess I missed that
3: video. I don't think I ever saw that. Mm-mm-mm. Gamecock. Fanatic, great
0: question here. Score prediction for Campbell NC State. I mean, Gamecock fanatic, I'm, I'm totally just going, you know, I haven't looked at their matchups, the games. I mean, we, we've done the team breakdowns, obviously. Um, score prediction for Campbell NC State. I mean, I'll I, I tell you this. I think NC State's a quality team, and it, it just, it will not at this point shock me at all. If NC State is the up end Campbell. That would not surprise me at all. Um, I will go with Campbell, though. I'll go with Campbell. I think they will swing the bats really well at Founders Park. I'll go Campbell. I'll go and especially too, Campbell's ace is I mean, he's he's a fantastic arm. I'll go Campbell seven, NC State three. Campbell, 7-3. Let's go 7-5, actually. Closer game. Closer game. State makes a push late. Campbell holds on. I will go
3: Campbell getting the dub 7-5 for NC State. Mm-mm-mm.
0: I mean, that's what's going to be so funny, though, if Campbell does not take care of business and they've been talking all week long and it's not even Carolina and Campbell in the freaking, in the winner's brackets. So, Jacob E. says, anybody outside of Connecticut could take this regional. Don't sleep on the Blue Devils, my guy. No, you're you're right. You're right. I think it's going to be a very competitive regional. I I really do. I think it's one of the more competitive regionals in the bracket. I think that's, uh, you know, three quality teams. GA references the Satterfield quote. If it was up to me, Jaheim would touch the ball twenty times a game. The following week, a big old goose egg. Yeah, I mean, dude. Sat- Satterfield probably. Satterfield probably had the most mind-numbing, the most mind-numbing comments of anybody ever an oppressor. Like his, I mean there i mean there has never been a time where i felt like tuning into a coordinator's press conference was comedic gold i mean that that's what satterfield's pressers were i mean do you guys remember when uh and we clipped it too and posted it when satterfield made the comment about uh praying to the turnover gods right the turnover gods or whatever it was i mean he ma- he made some just absurd statements in those press conferences it's absurd if i was him i would have put it in my contract going to nebraska i don't do any media i don't want to do any media i'm not talking to media at any point because he made himself look worse and worse and worse on a weekend week out basis what he was saying it was crazy it was crazy man Yeah, Luke R.J.'s favorite quote, he said, I I don't think this was during the season. Like, the office, they asked him, how do you handle the pressure and things not going well? He said he goes to his office and hides. I'm paraphrasing, but literally said, I go to my office and I hide. Just, he said some wild stuff, dude. Ruination, have you done a D1 bracket? Who is your Omaha 8? I actually have not done one, Ruination, but I'll do one tonight and I'll drop it tomorrow. I promise I'll have it for you. I promise I'll have it for you. And also, you'll have my prediction for the Columbia Regional tomorrow. I will drop a graphic, my prediction for the Columbia Regional officially tomorrow. Who of South Carolina, Campbell, NC State, and Central Connecticut State, who I think will advance? Panic Ritter. If Kingston isn't making it to the Supers, I hope we fire Kingston. I think it will happen, Panic Ritter. Jacob E says, I'm very interested to see how Clemson Regional goes. Tennessee is a very intriguing matchup. It is. It is. Again, it's weird. They have the early game. Clemson's got the early game tomorrow. So, and I think, I don't know if that's something you can choose. Maybe they chose to do that, but. Ritter is hosting Save Kingston's job. I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not behind closed doors doing it, but I, I I don't think it should. Lynn Turner, a fantastic arm in their conference and not does not necessarily equate. I personally know weekend starting pitchers in the league who were re- released from D1 pitching staffs. I mean, you're right, Lynn. I, I would say this, though, to counter your point. You don't have to. Baseball is a game. You don't have to be in the SEC to be good. Like, if you're the if you're the ace at Campbell and you're throwing 94-95 and this, like, if you got stuff, you got stuff. You know what I mean? So, I get what you're saying totally, Lynn. I, I 110% agree with you. Um, but I will say, like, the difference between baseball and football is, again, you throw 95, that plays at any level. Like, it, it plays at any level. You can be very successful at any level. The difference in football and, like, you know, in, in, in Power 5, Group of 5, D2, D3, like, the size, the speed, the physical attributes change, right? And I thought Josh Pate actually worded it beautifully on that SCC podcast with Michael Bratton when he said that, you know, the reason you don't get streaks – the reason you don't have streaks in football and the reason you don't go hot and cold in football is because football is a brute strength game. If you have the bigger, faster, stronger players, you should win the game every time. There shouldn't be streaks. You shouldn't go hot or cold. It's not a game of nuances and skill. If you will. There's a lot of skill in football. It's not what I'm saying. But the, the fine details of baseball are what separate it. Football, again, is literally about size, strength, speed. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? So, and that's why, like, again, I mean, you can be a great football player at the D2 level, but, like, I'm sorry, if you're six foot or you're 5'11", and you play offensive line, you you just, you can't do it at the D1 level. You, you just can't do it. You can't do it at the SEC level. You just cannot. That's why you're able to see um, a team like South Carolina or an SEC school, they bully these smaller teams. I mean, Carolina plays Furman in week two. They're going to bully Furman all over the field. I mean, it just... That's how it's going to go. So, you know, just do upsets happen? Sure. But that's why you don't have streaks in football. <clears throat> Brew Nation says, Gamecocks wouldn't like my Brew Nation. Who is your Omaha 8? I'm curious now. I'm curious. Justin Martin, Chris, who is on upset alert in college baseball? I think Clemson is. I, I think Tennessee's a really good number two. Uh, I think that Florida could be on upset alert with Texas Tech in their regional. So, I'd have to go through the bracket, honestly. Um, Chris Miller, Honest Columbia Regional Seeding. Number one, USC. Number two, NC State. Chris Miller, don't even think Campbell should be the two seed. Okay. And then number four, Central Connecticut State. Panic Critter, I had two fire... Oh, here it goes. I had two fireball shots last night for my birthday. How about that, Panic Critter? Love that. Happy for you, Panic Ritter. Happy for you. Hope you're feeling well today, my friend. Hope you're feeling well today. Tomorrow, Ruination, I will have my Omaha 8 for you. I, I promise you, I will fill out a bracket tonight and I will have I will
3: have the Omaha 8. My Omaha 8 put together. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377.
0: That's 843-790-3377 here on this Thursday, June the 1st, 2023. Again, guys, we're double dipping tomorrow with the guests. Normally, we have Mark Ryan on Thursdays. He had a busy day today, so we'll have Mark tomorrow at 1215, Jake Crane, at one fifteen, it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow, man. The yucks are going to be coming with those two gentlemen joining the show. Going to have a lot of fun uh, talking baseball, talking football, a little bit of everything. I mean, really, truly, with both those guys coming on. So, um, Andrew Murphy says, just tuned in, so I apologize if you already discussed it. How much of an impact do you think McGill's can make this weekend do you think is just a pinch hitter? Now, Andrew, great question. I, I think that, um, you know, based off what Kingston, I mean, he's kind of teased it, Andrew. He did say, this is what Kingston said. So he was asked about Will McGillis, if he'd be available. Kingston's response, quote, we may have a few tricks left up our sleeve. You show up tomorrow night at seven o'clock and you'll get your answer. (laughs) I mean, take that for what it's worth, I guess, but it sounds like he could DH. And I mean, listen, if you can get him back, that's a huge bonus. That's a huge plus. that's That's a huge plus to your lineup. That's a veteran hitter. Uh, you know a guy that obviously was one of your best when he went out it's a damn shame that he that he came back and uh got hurt again, so hopefully if he does come back he can stay healthy but I mean I think that'd be a huge a huge boost andrea huge boost no doubt huge boost, no doubt so don't the uh, the NBA finals get going tonight, right? I think the NBA finals get going tonight. by the way guys, I wanted to say thank you so much. Uh, the month, I, and, I, and I'll tell you this, the month of May, we set a record for the month of May in regards to podcast downloads. 37,917 downloads for the Spurs Up show, which downloads are plays, by the way. So don't get it confused. A play is a download. I just say downloads. Uh, but 37,917 in the month of May. So give, your, give yourselves a round of applause. All of those who tuned into the show in the month of may the podcast man I, I just cannot say thank you enough man and you know those who have uh, shown great support with the way that we are now distributing our podcast content i mean the, the numbers speak for themselves man you guys are are showing love showing support i mean the the second half of the month and ends today I man. we're up 100 percent from may 15th and we started that till now so really really excited to see what the numbers are going to be in the month of june you know a, a full month sample size if you will And, uh, again, can't say thank you enough, man. I mean, the way that the show continues to grow, the way it's grown. But, I mean, I'll give you guys some perspective. You know, this month – or this time last year, I know it was different because, you know, people – admittedly, I think people were kind of checked out because baseball season was over. I mean, I I was looking at this time last year, I was talking about top five games to rewatch in the offseason. Like, we had fully embraced offseason mode because the baseball season was literally over, right, because Carolina didn't make the postseason. So – uh, you know, th- th- there's the baseball team being in the postseason has helped the numbers for sure. But I mean, to give you some perspective, dude, we were literally like at the month in the month of May last year. Dude, we were like we were like 22,000, 21,000 downloads, and now we're sitting at thirty seven thousand, basically thirty eight thousand in the month of May. So when you look at that growth, man, it's it's incredible. And um, I truly appreciate each and every single one of y'all, man. It it means the world. And thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure again, you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And uh, hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we go live and we drop new video content. Also, hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. I laugh because Brendan M. gave me crap for uh, comes off of a break, immediately takes a gulp. I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't mean to time it up that way, but uh, sure enough, here we are. Uh, let's get back into your questions, guys. Justin Martin says, Mark Kingston so hard to watch. Chris, who is your favorite Marvel character? So I did some digging over the break, by the way. Of, of the Marvel characters, there's a couple I really like. I mean, Thor, Spider-Man, of course, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, Professor X is cool, Ant-Man, eh, not really. Um, I would say for me, I've always liked the Hulk. I think the Hulk is really cool. I think the Hulk's awesome. Spider-Man is, is the no-duh obvious choice. I like Hulk, though. I think Hulk's a cool character. Personally, Uh, Bruin Nation says he has in his Omaha 8, Wake, Stanford, LSU. Clem sucks going to Omaha, Bruin Nation. Clem sucks. Florida, Coastal, Vandy, and Arkansas. How about this? He also says, I have us losing in the regionals and Campbell winning it. I mean, listen, that's that's your prediction, Bruin Nation. That's that's fair. I'm not going to tell you that's the craziest prediction in the world. I mean, many are picking exactly what you are picking, my friend. Many are picking it, so maybe they'll be proven right. Maybe it'll come true. Ruination also says, I hope Kingston shows me up. You know I mean? You, you just, you just, Ruination, you kind of keep your fingers crossed, obviously, and you hope that, that, you know, we talked in the preseason, the hot, cold, hot theory, right, that our friends over 11.7 preach. Well, you were red hot to start the year. You got cold at the end. If you're going to get hot, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to get hot again. And maybe that'll take place, or maybe the cold streak continues. We
3: shall see. But if that hot, cold, hot theory sticks, if that applies, that may, uh, you know, that may play well for
0: Carolina. Who knows? That may play well. Anyways, guys, like I mentioned, 843-790-337. Seven, that's 843-790-3377. As we close out the show, Gamecock Fanatic says, good feeling Monty Lee won't be here next year, especially with three SEC baseball jobs open. Gamecock Fanatic, I I ask you this question then. If Monty Lee is not back, do you want Kingston back either way? I I am even more skeptical of Mark Kingston returning if Monty Lee is not back with him. I I just... Like, even if you get to a super, even if you get to a super, if Monty Lee leaves, I'm like, we're back to square one with Mark Kingston. We are are right back to where we started when it comes to Mark Kingston. We really are. So, I, I would be... I don't know. I mean, you're not totally wrong. You know, you're certainly not...
3: Wrong. You're certainly not wrong. So, we shall see. We shall see. Anyways, guys, taking your questions, comments,
0: calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843 843- Seven nine zero three three seven seven. here on this Thursday. GameCop Fanatic says, I don't think Ray has the guts to fire him since we're hosting this season. You might be right. You might be right. John Everett, does Monty Lee even want to be a head coach again? That's something, again, John Everett, we don't know. We just we just don't know. Um, I'd find it hard to believe he wouldn't want to be. I mean he didn't leave Clemson because he wanted to. He left because he got fired. So you know I'm sure it'll take a really really good job to to take him out of Columbia, a place he loves being, but again, there are three there are three SEC head coaching jobs that are open.
3: So, I mean, you know, Mm, anyways, guys, really excited for tomorrow because the the last two hours of the show, of course,
0: we'll be keeping up with all the baseball, keeping up with all the scores. Uh, I might even pull up, like, I don't know, my phone. I don't know about on my phone, but just somewhere. Probably put it on the TV outside the Campbell-NC State game. John ever Missouri, Georgia, and Alabama. Alabama's got a vacancy. Um, I mean, obviously, they got their interim head coach right now, but they don't have a head coach unless they go with that guy. They might. They might. But uh,
3: they don't have one right now, so... Let's see.
0: GameCop Fanatic says weather looks good for this weekend. Thank God. Want to see us go 3-0 in the regional advance to supers. Then hope Florida loses so we can host a super regional. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. That'd be awesome, GameCop Fanatic. Yeah, let's let's look at the weather actually. You bring that up. Tomorrow night in Columbia.
3: Let's see weather. Yeah, it's going to be
0: beautiful. 82 at first pitch, partly cloudy, uh, no chance of rain at all. So, going to be a beautiful night for baseball. 82 at first pitch, going down to the the low 70s, mid 70s, if you will, by the time the game ends. So. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a beautiful weekend for baseball. Beautiful weekend. So. High at 85 tomorrow, 89 on Saturday, and 80 on Sunday.
3: Nation says, if Lee leaves, bring
0: on Powell, since has publicly stated this is his dream job. I'm curious if he take an assistant job right now. That's a great question. That's a great question. Reubenation, can you imagine though? <coughs> can you imagine that relationship? Like, Mark Kingston's going to bring on Landon Powell, who he knows fans want to take his job. Do you actually think that Kingston would do that? I don't. I don't see any way that dynamic would would, would mesh. I don't see it. Jacob, e, it's interesting how bad Georgia is at baseball. For how close they are to Atlanta and how much talent the state of Georgia has, you'd think they'd be elite. It is really weird they're not good at baseball. I just really think Georgia invests in football more than anything. They, they just they they are happy to invest everything in winning in football. But it is weird because there's so many good players that come from the state of Georgia. I mean, there's so many. He says they don't really have a great park though. Yeah, Jacob. I mean, that's you know Foley Field is not one of the best. Andrew, the textbook. I don't know, though, if Florida A&M, UConn, or Texas Tech has what it takes to beat Florida, though. I think the Gamecocks can maybe do it in Gainesville, though. Hopefully, they do get to host a Super. I, I think Florida probably does advance to the Supers. I, I like Florida. Brandon M. knows I like Florida. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, i don't think, you know, I I I, uh, I just think Florida's a good team. You know what I mean? I, I think Florida's a good team. So, Renation, Kingston loses one game, fire Kingston. Yeah, it's, it's going to be literally replace him with Landon Powell. Like, I just think that'd be a weird dynamic. I, I, I just, I think it's a weird dynamic. Ruination having the guy that you know everyone wants to replace you on the staff with you. You know what I mean?
3: That to me seems like kind of a kind of a weird. So. Anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven
0: seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. As we close out the show again, guys, thank you all so much. Uh, the love and support we feel from this side man is incredible. Um, let me ask you this: Do you th- let me let me poll the people in here and the Big Cock Club Discord? Y'all, give me your thoughts and your feedback real quick. Would it be overkill to do a post game? You know, we're doing post-game call-in shows after football games. Do we think a post-game call-in show after these games this weekend, what do we think? Is that too much? Do we just wait till Sunday night? I mean, there's some potential there. There is some potential there. There is. There's some potential there. I don't know. That's something I'll have to think about over the next 24 hours or so. Are people actually going to call in? I, I think people actually would call in. I think it's funny. We'd probably get more calls after an L, though, if uh than we would probably a W. It, that's that's the sad part. But yeah, I don't know. This is this is big time baseball, man. This is big time postseason baseball. Yeah, Chris Miller says post-game call-in show justify because it's a NCAA tournament. I mean, you're right. You're right. I, I don't know. I, I'll think about it, guys. I'll think about it. I'll tell you this: if we get past this weekend, if we go to the supers, we're definitely going to do it after the supers. You know what I mean? We'll definitely do it after the supers. So maybe so, Lynn Tournament. Maybe maybe so we will. Maybe, maybe we will. That that could be a lot of fun. That could be a lot of fun. We could just do game ends. I do my post game reaction, my minute long whatever, and we'll say ten minutes after the end of the game. We'll uh, we'll rock the post game call in show. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. So you guys just stay, I'll keep you on your toes. You guys uh just wait and see. So, guys, again, we're closing out the show here on this Thursday. I just want to say thank you again, man, for the love, the support. It's it's incredible. I, I love my new daily routine. I love the way we're rocking with the show and everything. And again, I I, I really when I say that, I mean I mean it. I, I I love I love my life. And it's because of you guys, and it's because of uh again, your love and support. You guys make TSUS what it is and what it's becoming. And I'm so excited for everything we have going on, guys. Again, don't forget the big cock club now, just six ninety nine a month instead of nine ninety nine. So if there's any of you out there that maybe price was an issue, couldn't justify it, we've taken it down a couple of dollars to make it more inviting, more welcoming. Cause I want to grow the community. Man, I know there's people out there that are diehard fans of TSUS that would love to conversate again, guys. I mean, I, I'm not going to sell the Big Cock Club Discord. The Big Cot Club is a place where I'm dro- dropping a bunch of private information. I'm an insider. and like, But, you know, y- you can ask anybody in the BCC. There's a lot of information that I share that I do not share on social media. That I, And if I do share it, it's maybe a day or two later, what have you. So, um, you know, and then, of course, we're going to be streaming all the games, stuff like that, so you guys can hang out with us. Uh, we'll have the game actually where you can watch it. You won't be watching me. You can watch the game and we all conversate in there via audio channels. or what. It's a lot of fun. It's a really, really cool thing. Um, again, check it out. If you have any questions, let me know. That's patreon.com slash big cock club. You can also click the link in bio on our social media and uh, you can join there. Just click that big cock club link. I'm really excited for that. And Again, I appreciate each and every single one of you Um. I love the way we're doing things. Love the way we're doing things with the podcast and, and, and the, and the live show. And of course what we've gotten in, in the works behind the scenes with the merchandise, it's, it's really exciting times and it's really exciting stuff. And I'm, I'm just so eternally grateful to each and every single one of you. So uh, again, guys, we've hit three o'clock. Hey, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank y'all so much. And again, Chris Miller, patreon.com slash big club or, Just go to the Spurs show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, and click that link tree. The link in bio. The link in bio. God, Bruin Nation, you're killing me. The link in bio. uh, You'll see the Big Cock Club link there. So, uh, anyways, guys, hey, we're we're done. Three o'clock. We're done. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. We've hit it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Appreciate each and every single one of you. Y'all have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll talk to you all tomorrow.